Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Welcome back to the show. I am over the moon. You guys probably think I'm over the moon every day. And that's pretty much right because that's how I choose to walk right now. Right now, I want to be over the moon. I want to be overjoyed. And you know why I am? Because I'm chatting with you. And today's guest, let me tell you something. You guys have heard me talk about being certified as a hub certified business and being a veteran, all those great things and how tedious the process is and why it's so important that if you have a business, you should strive to do it and figure out how to do it. Well, guess what? I know a lot of y'all are not as over the top as me and like to have things checked off your checklist and just say you did it and you'd rather just outsource. I got the lady today for you to outsource to, for you to connect with and get that done and go ahead and get that certification. But before you get to hear from her and learn all the things you need to know and why it's important for you to pursue that, I want to talk to you guys and give a special thanks Thank you and shout out to Mr. Muscle. Mr. Muscle said, great podcast. I love this podcast. Great guests, great information. Amir is an inspiration to all and a must listen. Thank you, Mr. Muscle. I told y'all boys listen too. Men like to brunch and slay, right? So if you're listening right now and you haven't done so already, then I'm going to ask that you go ahead and you rate the show on whatever platform that you listen to. We are on them all. So I do not discriminate. It all helps us get in front of more people and get to help more folks just like you get the resources they need to live their best life. So you got that. I know you're going to answer the call. No need to keep harping and I can get off my soapbox. So today we have Miss Casey Cooper joining the show. She is a multi-million dollar federal contract woman. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Multi-million dollar federal contract woman. That means she is a magnet. She's figured out how to navigate the system. She has a way of letting us know how to get those contracts, how to get them from the number one entity in the world, which would be our federal government. She's a motivational speaker. She's the founder and president of the Compass Circle. Welcome to the show, Casey. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I've been waiting, looking forward to this all day long, like literally. Oh, man. You know, when when I was researching and learning more about you and what you're doing, I just smiled the whole time I was on your website because I just thought literally, I don't know how many times I've mentioned that, especially in this year, the folks about being certified and what the process, I haven't really gone that in depth about the process, but when I saw it, I knew that you had to be on the show and that we had to share what you're doing with everybody. So thank you so much for being so open to passing on the information because I know a lot of people hold on to it for dear life. First of all, thank you for having me. I mean, I know there's a lot of people out here doing a lot of things and you don't have to include me, but I mean, you're absolutely right. It's, 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 it's a lot of people out here making a lot of money and they're not telling um, those of us who look like each other about it. So I'm, I'm happy to go on, you know, this platform and, and discuss it and help people, you know, turn up in their business turn up in their opportunities and to do my part. So thank you for having me. Oh, I love it. You're after my heart. Do your part. Mm, To whom much is given, much is required, right? That's right. 
So take me back to 2006 when you started your trucking company. Ooh. Okay. Let's see. 2006, I was in a relationship to somebody that I, I married and I were, we were engaged. Um, I was just, I was pregnant with my first son and I was like, okay, I'm with this guy, you know, we're going to get married and I need to spearhead us building wealth for our unit. I just, I don't understand how people are in relationships and they're not working together in some type of business. It just doesn't register to, you know, in my mind. And he was willing and we did. And we started our, we bought our first truck. The first truck went to three trucks. And one thing about me, I'm pretty, um, I make quick adjustments. You know, I don't, I don't stay in a thing too long. I'm always, maybe that's the Virgo in me. I'm, I'm constantly trying to, you know, figure out better ways to make it more efficient, make it more streamlined. And I just noticed a couple areas where things could be better. So I diversified into another form of trucking, um, which was like over the road, transportation, that kind of thing. And I did really well in that. But I was like, uh, this isn't it either. You know, something's missing. So I, I then diversified into specialty hauling, um, which is like big, wide loads, heavy loads, tall loads, like stuff that is, is more challenging to get from A to B. And that is where I really like turned up. I mean, like I, I really turned up. And from then I was like, okay, I, I made like a half a million. So if I made a half a million, I know I can make a million, right? All right now. So I started taking courses, taking classes, because really, you know, we're in business every day, but we don't really take the time to see who's got the money. Where's the money coming from? You know? Right. So I, I took classes. I mean, I was turning over every rock and stone available. Um, I was taking all the small business resource classes, outreaches. I mean, anything, you you name it, I was taking it. You know, and this is over a span of like 10 years. So this wasn't an overnight thing. And I found it, you know, but it was the federal government with all the money. Now, this is information we know, but we don't really think and apply every day. And then once I did that and got going with that, I was able to sell my entire fleet of trucks. And now I'm able to make money still doing transportation, but instead of me actually having to be the one to go do the work, I'm able to use the fact that I'm a, you know, a black woman in contracting to get those, you know, set aside to leverage me up, to put me in a position where I have larger companies who can't get these um, opportunities to work for me. So not only has the money turned up, but my quality of life is, is very copacetic. I'll say that, <laughs> you know? So I just try to spread that along to Women and minority companies, we hear all the time, you know, black women are the largest entrepreneurs. Well, then that means we should have the most millionaires. Say that again, please. Yes. Like, <laughs> all the time, like you, you hear all these cliche things, but when it, when it comes time to relate in, in real life, we're not seeing the numbers. So that says to me, okay, something's wrong. If you guys really are the number one uh, go-getters, if you guys are the highest group of entrepreneurs, then just by proxy, we should be the most millionaires and we're not. So, you know, that's my message. I deal with men also, but I mean, women and minority, you know, companies, you know, I'm a woman. So I know the struggles of being a woman. So that's, that's why I do this, you know? No. So, so many things. Number one, hello for a uh, fellow Virgo woman. Yes. That's probably why I was drawn to your site and all your verbiage because it's speaking to my Virgo spirit. Being a subcontractor is basically, you know, what, Casey's talking about. A lot of times there are different brands and even our government included that prefer to work with companies that have a certain length or a certain roster or a certain reach. 
but they still want to work with historically underutilized businesses like women, veterans, minorities, and they allot a certain percentage of contracts that they have out that is mandated for people who fit those categories. Is that what you were referring to, Casey? That's exactly right. Okay. So I want to make sure we educate and we break this down for y'all because there's so many entities. And I know a lot of times y'all see things in my timeline. I'm like, wait a minute, what is she doing? Like, I thought this was just brunch. No, it's just everything, right? (laughs) It's everything we can get our hands in, in a good positive light and subcontracting and being a hub certified and minority uh, MBE business has been very fruitful for me. And the way that I am certified, I know that this is something you shine a light on, Casey, is the coding and what codes that you you get certified under. So I know I don't want to overwhelm people, but I want you to know, like for me, it's more marketing that I'm able to tap into meeting planning, marketing, digital content creation, social media. Companies need all those things. Just because you do one thing doesn't mean that there aren't companies that need it. A lot of you speakers out there, there are companies, especially government entities that are looking for speakers all the time, right? Yeah. Training, education. I mean, you can go in their facilities and train their people because literally all their goods and services have to be purchased through us. And I don't think people really understand when you say that to really get into that. That means rocket scientists that have to be hired by these different agencies, they have to be hired by us. People don't even know that. So it gets as simple as, you know, um, middlemaning cardboard boxes all the way up to, you know, uh, rocket scientists and, and cybersecurity things. So it gets, you know, however you want to get into it, knee deep or neck up, you know, it's available. Yes, I'm looking for neck up. That's the next level. <laughs> I have to be 100% real, but I love that we talk about this because a lot of times it is intimidating. And I'll be honest with y'all, it's not for the faint at heart. And I mean that just from your mental capacity of being told no. If you're one of those people who has a very thin skin, picking it up, roll around in something and figure it out because you're not going to get every single one. It, and sometimes it just takes one. It just takes one. So 2006, you get the bug and you start out with the trucking business with your partner and you decide to level up and you do the homework, you do the work, which is so necessary, right? And you find your niche. So let's talk about getting those first certifications. So which certifications do you have? So initially, I'm, I'm a Virgo, so I'm very, like, methodical. And so initially, when I decided to get into trucking, I was like, okay, I'm not going to go buy a vehicle that I can't even drive. So when I bought the vehicle, I went ahead and got my CDL license because I knew that, you know, a lot of us think, oh, I'm going to buy a truck and I'm just put somebody in it. And it's never going to go like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because like, they will at- not show up to work and you're screwed. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I and then I started getting the certifications on the state level. Each state has, you know, minority certifications, but... Some of them are different here in Virginia, it's DBE, some places it's WBE, some places it's MBE. It's all uh, about some kind of minority designation set aside. So I did the SWAM, you know, I had all of that, I had all of that for 10 years. But because I was stepping up and I was buying more vehicles and I was adding to my fleet, I was also stuck in the day-to-day grind of paying my bills, mm-hmm. of making sure that those trucks were running, making sure that, you know, we were hiring drivers. So for a lot of us minority um, companies, we're small businesses. You know, small business can be anything from zero to 299 employees. So that's not really small. You know what I mean? The term kind of covers a, a, a myriad of, of, of different, you know, tiers. But I was a, a true small company. So I didn't have a staff of four or five people to go in a room and find me contracts 
and to make sure my paperwork stayed in compliance and all this stuff. I didn't have that. So for a long time, and this is why, you know, I teach people, don't do what I did. You know, don't get stuck just philandering around because that by itself takes on a whole nother, you know, uh, twist and turn. Because you're so stuck in your business that you can't grow your business. You know, it's, it's very hard. So once I started doing that, um, I had the certifications. And then I got to a point where even though I was making money, I'm going to be honest, I was getting sick and tired of being sick and tired because I'm making all this money, but I'm really ready to pull my hair out. Not only that, um, and I'm probably more so speaking to the women here, not to exclude the men, but my children were like four and one. So they're growing up and then they're five and, you know, whatever. They're, they're four years apart, so y'all do the math. Six and two <laughs> or seven and five or whatever. And so as they're growing, they're in school. One's in school full-time, one's in school half-time. So I'm going to drop them off at eight, going to my, you know, going to my yard across town, going back to the school at 12, going back to my yard, going back to pick my son up. You know, it was, I was running you know, running myself ragged. So I had 500,000 on the board for the year, but literally I can't even rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, you know, all money, say all money isn't good money. So I was making money and I was making strides, but it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was hard. And it was really like unbearable now that I think about it. The certifications were there all along. It wasn't until I really took a step back and I was like, okay, first of all, what am I doing? You know, sometimes it's the hardest thing to do is stop yourself and stop and think. You're so in the in the rut of you got insurance every 30 days, payroll. I literally had to stop and I took two weeks off. I won a scholarship. Um, this is another thing. I, I was I was eating up every small business resource you could get. I was eating it up. I was getting, you know, five thousand here for my for my business uh business plan, an extensive, you know, business plan, not a not a template business plan. I was eating up, you know, they were giving me money for to get my employee handbook done. You know, these are things about your policies and your procedures that you have to have in place. Um, and then I won a scholarship to go to um, a business school at uh, UVA um, where all the people from VDOT, all the engineers, all the top people, you know, they go for two weeks to like enrich their education. So here I am, you know, coming in there and it's like, the entire room is mostly men. Of course, they they don't look like me. And I show up. I'm the only business owner. I'm one of the only women. It's like only four women. And I'm the only black girl. And that is where I sat in that class, Amira, for two weeks from eight o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock at night. Now, first of all, most business owners can't even take that time away from their business. So it was a right. sacrifice. That's what I'm saying. Right. People expect for this stuff to just, you know, fall in your lap and to just happen for you. But I really did the work and took the time. After the two weeks was over, I sat in that class and they had speaker after speaker. And I saw where the money was coming from. Literally with my own eyes, I saw it. All of it's coming from the government. I mean, for roads, tunnels, bridges, you name it, it's coming from the government. Once I saw that, (laughs) I knew right then and there what had to be done. And, you know, I did it. And so far, it's been working out. So that's kind of, you know, how I scaled up. No, and and you guys have to dive more in depth on your own. For some, some of it you're gonna have to do some homework, but the other resources you're gonna have, Casey, as your resource. Um, it is it is strategic. There there is a lot of paperwork. I mean just receiving an RFP, which is typically what they post when the government or an agency is looking for, you know, for a bid on something because you do have to bid uh, on most contracts and they send out an alert because like I'm hub certified also, which means I am 
for the state of Texas and I'm federally hub certified, which is a historically underutilized business. So you'll get alerts ever so often, maybe daily, maybe weekly, whatever the case may be, of different contracts that are available that are in your wheelhouse of the code that you're certified for. I don't want to confuse y'all. I'm trying to give y'all like a bite-sized version to give you an idea how it works. And you'll get this and then you have to read through. And sometimes these requests may be a hundred pages, right? And you got to read it. You got to make sure like what Casey was saying, you dot all those I's and cross all those T's. And if you're running a business, sometimes like you could miss out on opportunity because you didn't read that they wanted it in a binder and not in on a flash drive, you know? (laughs) Um, there are a lot of hoops to jump through. And, and sometimes too, what I've learned and what I'm learning here, because I've made a conscious effort to be more involved since moving full-time to Dallas, is it's a lot of networking. Like it's about knowing the people in those rooms who are submitting those requests and you have to work those relationships. Did you find that too, Casey? More Brunch and Slay after this. If you've listened to this show for any amount of time, then I'm sure you've heard me say a thing or two about meditation and how it utterly changed my life. And in times when things get a little bit stressful, it's always good to know that I can turn back to meditation to kind of get myself back in line. Now, the folks over at Gaiam, they totally get this and understand, which is why they are giving all of our Brunch and Slay listeners 20% off of meditation cushions. That's right. I've heard it time and time again. I want to do meditation, but it's so uncomfortable to sit on the floor. Guess what? There's a cushion for that. Head on over to Gaiam.com and use the code Brunch and Slay. That's B-R-U-N-C-H-A-N-D-S-L-A-Y to get your cushion today. And now back to Brunch and Slay. Um, My story was a little bit different because my certifications on the federal side, like federal, federal, I don't mean DBE federal, like that's kind of state federal, kind of, we can get into later maybe, but I mean wholeheartedly federal, like WSOB, woman owned small business, EDWSOSB, you know, economically disadvantaged woman owned small business. I mean, on the federal side, my thing was I was so intimidated by STAMS, which is the system for award management that you have to be registered in to do business with the government. You know, government language is not like regular, you know, layman's terms. So if you're not abreast or you're not, you know, familiar with the terms, for me, it was just like, it took me literally two months to go in STAMS and to, you know, go in FBO and to start just trying because I had no previous knowledge of anything government. I had never been in the service. My family is not a, you know, military family. So I had no idea. So literally I would get online, I would go to FBO and I would kind of dilly dally around a little bit. And after five minutes, I'd be like, mm, I ain't doing this. I don't want to do this. You know? And I would just log off. I did that for literally two months after I said, okay, listen, you're going to have to buck up and just, you know, figure it out. I bucked up literally in that next three weeks, I was sitting on my first three contracts. Now my woman owned certification is how I got the second and the third. My first one was actually a state contract. I did bid that. I went and I turned it in and all that, you know, rushing to the office. Um, I was turning in this bid. It was like uh, 90 miles away from where I live. So I had to get on the road, rush there. You know, I turned it in. I had 15 minutes left and they called, of course, later and said I won. The second and the third, um, they were sole source to me, which means given under the woman-owned designation. The first one came, and then a week later, the, the second one came. Also, that first year, I was bidding, 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 bidding like crazy. My situation was a little bit different because the stuff that I was winning was either put on hold or it was canceled. So I would spend time, you know, bidding and doing all this, you know, work. And then I would win something, and then it would be canceled or put on hold. So 
in my mind, I was like, hmm, let's see here. I just was given two contracts. And then here I am bidding, you know, over 70 or more contracts. And everything I'm winning is either getting canceled or put on hold. So in my mind, that let me know, okay, I'm not really trying to do a bunch of bidding. Like, that's kind of where I drew the line. And after that, um, things kind of picked up for me. I think I bidded a few more jobs, but really primarily, I, I, my, my method is to get the government to come to me. And there's little tips and tricks you can do. And then also I had got the 8A certification, which is how I really got turned up. I just kept Wait going. a minute, which certification was that? The 8A. 8A. All right, y'all. Google it, because I'm going to. <laughs> Google it. I can just tell, all I can do is tell you what it did for me, you know? I don't know if you want to talk about it now or you want to wait till later on the 8A, but yeah. No, we can we can dive right in. No, why wait? Yeah. yeah so basically, like I said, my first my first contract was 100000 on the state side. My second, which was my first federal, was fifty. Uh, fifty thousand. My third one was eighty thousand. My fourth contract was five point five million dollars under the eight A certification. So that's like going to the league. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Small businesses don't really get that kind of in the regular, you know, world. You don't really get that type of boost, you know. And I got that boost in two years. I would have never got that opportunity if it wasn't for that certification. So I preach certifications because they are there for a reason. Use them. You know, it may take a while. The 8A is not something that's going to happen for you overnight. It's not. But your chances of, you know, striking a million dollar contract with the 8A are way better than becoming a rapper or a singer. I'm just going to keep it. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. There's projects out, out there, you know, every day, multi-million dollars. You know, I have five million, but that's kind of small potatoes compared to what's really out there. I have a mentor. She has a $750 million contract. She's a black woman. I'm shaking woman. my head. Y'all can't see me. I'm just like, this is, this is, this is right here. This is that episode that right now y'all need to like send to everybody in your Rolodex. Yeah, because most of the time we just don't know what road to go down and we're spinning our wheels. And what you said at the beginning, Casey, just so resonated with me. Every article I see is, is highlighting black women and how we're growing and thriving. But we're using the word hustle, in my opinion, way too much because we do not want to hustle. That's right. I just was talking about this on somebody else's platform. That's cute in a rap song. Right. But it's not cute when you have children to feed and bills to pay. And to be honest with you, I mean, that's not even real strategic growth. Right. You know, a lot of us are just winging these companies because we're just trying something. You know, I call it thro- throwing throwing something on the wall and, and hoping it sticks. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing when I got the 8A. I just got it because I heard, you know, what I did all my paperwork by myself. Ironically enough, I was dating this guy during the time. And so he would come over to the house and literally I would be knee deep in paperwork. I mean, knee deep. And he would be like, you know, I don't know what you're doing this for. I mean, it's not going to work. I mean, da, da, da. Well, guess what? We broke up. It's Good. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, oh, um, so for the 8A, do I need to do a... <laughs> you you want to ask me about the 8A? Really? Oh, okay. So it just goes to show you, you know, um, if you just stick to whatever, you know, I can kind of put this to anything. They're going to be naysayers. It's going to be people who don't want to, you know, follow what you're saying or think you're crazy. But it, it panned out, you know, it worked out for me. And I still have uh, seven more years in the in the program. Once you open yourself up to five million, it's really harder to get the first one, you know, the first either the first small one. And then again, when you cross in that million dollar line, it's hard to get that first big one again. So like your first one and then your first big one. Once you get 5 million, it's easy to get 8 million. Then after you get 8 million, it's easy to get 13 million. So it's just, you know, taking those steps 
and just going for it. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, what I did. So, you know, I got to ask now, I mean, you kind of alluded to your life now. So let's talk about your average day now that you have crossed the line that most of us relish and covet and use our affirmations and speak into existence. What is that like every day? Oh, wow. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it really is like, I'm doing a class on Sunday where I'm talking about, you know, this lifestyle to women because we are so deserving. You know, we have really, I mean, if you just think any of us, where would you be without your grandmother, your aunt, your mom? We are always the glue that holds everything together. Always. My life now is very calm. I have a very normal, but not normal life. Once I kind of got settled and got going, I was able to say to myself, okay, what do you want? What, what do you want? Most people can't even wrap their mind around, you know, stopping everything for one second to say, what do I want? Because you're stuck in a rut. So when I, you know, took an assessment of what I wanted, I wanted peace. I wanted tranquility. I wanted ease. I did not want my kids to be, they were in, in, in private school. But once my uh, consulting in my online business got growing and I was doing more speaking engagements and more traveling, I was like, okay, I have to take them out of school because I can't keep up and manage with, you know, the demands of both of them. Um, my daughter has autism. So she was going to school with like a therapist and they, they were in private school. So their academic work was pretty extensive. So now I'm traveling. I have both of them in school and I really can't even manage their attendance anymore. So I wanted, you know, homeschool. I really wanted a life where if I woke up and I did not feel like leaving my house that day, I didn't have to leave. I did not want to report to some high rise office building. I didn't want a, a huge staff. I just wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted to do or not do every day. And I can honestly say, yes, there are some days I might have to go to DC and have a meeting or, you know, I may have to, if I'm doing an engagement or an event somewhere. So that's that, you know, but my regular day to day life, I literally wake up and whatever I feel like doing or not doing is what we do. So the kids are here, you know, and if we want to do something and we want to go out, we do. We don't. We don't. There are times, Amir, literally where sometimes we might not leave the house for four days. I'll order groceries. We'll get movies and we just spend the time. I mean, um, but if we want to hit Orlando and go to Disney World, we might hop on a plane and do that, too. So I just wanted the freedom to choose without all the chaos, you know, the freedom to be able to pay my bills without looking at somebody's face that I don't like because I can't afford to live the life I want. And I have to be with some guy because, you know, I'm trying to make my ends meet. I have that, you know, and it feels really quiet and it feels really good. And I wish more of us can, you know, get in that mindset. Um, it, it really is a beautiful thing. I mean, it really is. A friend of mine is so funny. Um, she came over um, a few days ago. And she ended up staying like for days because we just, you know, we're hanging out. And I was like, um, I said, Elise, so what do you think about my life? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because sometimes, you know, when people come over and they're like, I mean, you ain't going nowhere today? I'm like, nah. You know, oh, you're not doing nothing today? No. I had a friend of mine the other day, I was talking to him on the phone. He said, you know, you've been in the house for like four days. I said, yeah, well, I don't need to leave. I mean, what? So it's kind of funny because, you know, you can kind of see where people, I don't want to say are stuck in the rut, but I've just gotten to this other place. You know, even in my belief system, when things go wrong for me, I'm like, this isn't really going wrong. This is really going right. We just don't attribute us not getting what we want at the time to alignment. But that's very much when you don't think it's working. That's when it's working the most when you don't think it's working, you know. So it's just a really peaceful life. It's a beautiful life. Um, getting to be the example that I did not have when I was trying to go after this thing. And literally, I was like, man, this is like making the jump from Earth to Pluto. 
Who do wow. you call? I can't go to my mom. I can't go to my dad. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about, you know? So for me, just being the representation I didn't have, um, I was searching for help, like at SBA and different PTACs and scores and all this stuff, and nobody was helping me. So I needed real-time information. I needed real applicable information. When you go to SBA, these people are sitting behind a desk reading you a script. They're not out here getting contracts. So to be honest with you, you can't even really take all the information you're getting because Who's writing this stuff? Is it somebody like me who's who's going through it? Or is it somebody who's just telling you what somebody's telling you to tell them? So, um, you know, just dealing with women every day, um, doing different curriculums the way I do it. My first thing is, is, is the concept. I need you to not be intimidated. I need you to know that you can do this. If I did it, you can do it. I need you to know that, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's tedious. But upon, you know, first glance, I don't lead with that because to be honest with you, that'll turn you off and that'll make you not even want to do it. So I kind of do like a welcome with open arms approach. You know, I just try to be the example that I really didn't have, but you know, life for me is, it's great. I mean, it it really is. So I I can't say enough about contracting as a whole. Yeah. So is this, I I mean, we kind of touched on it in the beginning about how a lot of times when we're doing reaching new levels and we're striving, people pretend or they act as if it's trade secrets. These aren't trade secrets. Is that why you decided to create the blueprint? Absolutely. Um, Not only because it wasn't a secret, because to be honest with you, I can't spend $6 trillion by myself. You know what I mean? I just... Hello. All right, y'all. That was it. That's like the tagline. We need a (laughs) t-shirt. I can't spend that by myself. Not only when I open up my network and I love, you know, help you level up, that helps me level up too because we can do business together down the road and you never know who people are going to be, you know? So that's another resource. Also too, even though there are some very technical aspects, there are some very easy contracts out here for different things, supplies. There's some service-based contracts that don't, that aren't, you know, that are like two pages of scope of work, one page scope of work, you know, 10 page scope of work. So like I was saying earlier, it's, it's all kind of tears to this, but um, just for me, it's, it's about making people feel like they can do it versus making them feel unqualified. You know, that was my thing. Cause people tried to do that to me. Well, I have almost $6 million in my pipeline. So apparently something about me is qualified, you know? So that's my main thing. Just being the example, um, just making people feel like it's not so foreign, you know, it's not such a foreign concept and to understand really to be a contractor, All that means is you're just a depositor into the economy. We are just spreading money around. Um, We're doing project management. We're doing compliance and we're staying on budget, which a lot of us do that anyways, just in our businesses or, you know, managing your household, having a job, having kids, you know, that's project management. Right. You know, I try to just give people what I didn't have, honestly. Right. And so Casey helps women on businesses, new businesses and established businesses. So if you're listening right now thinking, well, I don't have... Stop making excuses. This is just for you. Like if you're willing, then it's out there. If she can, I can, we all can. Y'all know that. You hear it every week. You know it. That's why Casey is on the show. So Casey, I obviously, this is right in my wheelhouse. I could talk to you. We could probably, like, I would love to take you to lunch. Like if you were in this city right now, I'd be like, girl, what are you doing tonight? Like, let's go get a cocktail. Let's talk some more. But I got to know as you're pouring into us, how can we pour into you? What vibes and prayers can we send your way to help you along your journey? Fear of this tonight. Oh, God, I'm taking it back, girl. <laughs> Don't be. This is so sincere. I'm so sincere. <laughs> I mean, I have to be honest, guys. Just take the information, go farther and faster than me, and then turn around and help somebody else. 
That's all. You know, it's not a lot. You know, it's, it's not a lot. Take the information, go faster and go farther than me. That's Y'all it. hear that joy in her voice? That's a real joy. Like, I can hear it. Yeah, I can I almost, hear it. I almost teared up, but I ain't going to go there. But I almost teared up saying it. And that's a beautiful thing, y'all. I mean, wow. I'm just, I'm kind of speechless right now. But I got to know this Saturday, you can brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? Let's see. Anybody in the world? Anybody in the world could be more than one person. Anthony Hardaway. <laughs> really? Tell me why. Because I love him, girl. <laughs> That's my crush. He's amazing. Like, that's my crush. We actually met last year. All right. Now, what area of your life are you currently slaying? Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. My spiritual life is, whew, I'm on fire in my spiritual life. Um, financially, I'm taken care of. Other than the love, I mean, I don't have like a, a love interest right this second. Um, I would say spiritually, though, like, I'm in a very good place, especially for, um, I feel so just powerful about expectation about what's to come, about seeds that I planted, you know, years ago. Seeds that my ancestors planted that, that they never got. So I, I can feel it coming out of the ground. Like, I'm kind of in preparation mode, just moving things around in my own companies, tweaking things, making my systems and my procedures more autonomous so that, you know, the work is not hard work. But keeping in mind that you are expanding, because I'm, I'm expanding right now as we speak. In both areas, you know, my contracting side and my consulting side. So just all the time, we are so wanting of increase. But in order to receive the increase, you have to do work to move things around to be able to to receive what you're asking for. I think people forego that whole process. So just sitting patiently and waiting for my name to be called and and doing the work in the meantime that that that's that's what I'm slaying. And that's a great place to slay, girl. And on that note, I got I want to know where can people follow you? How can they support you? Outstanding. So, I have a pretty large following on Instagram. It's at the Compass Circle. And it's just Compass felt like a regular compass. Um we're on Facebook also, the Compass Circle. We're on Twitter, the Compass Circle. And if you want to check out updates and things that we have coming, you know, coming up soon, you can go to www.thecompasscircle.com. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. One, I encourage women to keep on going. Just because you have children doesn't mean that you have to lose sight of yourself. And sometimes we put ourselves on the back burner and say, we'll get back to us. But in my metamorphosis, in my journey, I said, you know what? My vision is very clear. And I spent this time nurturing my family and helping to guide them. So now I'm going to take this and turn this into helping others because now this is my journey. So Verde Vision is a part of the quote unquote new Tamika, the new journey where I can take all of my experiences of raising my family and helping others. Man, well, it has been my absolute pleasure hearing your story, having you share your journey and motivating all the folks listening on their commute or in the gym or wherever they are. Y'all go ahead and do your homework. Make sure you reach out and follow the Compass Circle and then go ahead and go to the website because I know plenty of you out there have these amazing businesses. A lot of you have been on the show that I know could be certified. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's connect and let's build and win together, right? And until next time, I want y'all to remember, and we've said it a few times during this show, but in case you didn't catch it, if she can, I can, we all can. This is Brunch and Flex.